0: Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's private bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead.
1: Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening in to our Weekly Investment Outlook podcast. I'm Melissa Van Head of Communications for Private Bank Central Europe and US. Today is Friday, the 26th of January. And today I have the pleasure to talk to Deepak Puri, our Chief Investment Officer for the Americas Deepak. How is life treating you in New York?
2: Life is going very well, Uh, uh, Melissa, thank you so much.
1: Perfect, good to hear. Let's dive right in. Can you give me a very short and
2: straightforward answer
1: to the following questions? What will the Fed do next week and why?
2: Well, the the Fed is obviously meeting next week, uh, it'll be a pause, it's almost 100% guarantee that the Fed is not going to do much with regards to rates, however, there is going to be a lot of scrutiny on the uh, statement itself and the press conference. And why they're going to be uh, at a pause, because they have telegraphed to the markets that the uh, rate hikes are off, that happened in December of last year. And with regards to rate cuts the data that has been incoming does not warrant a cut right now so hence uh, it'll be a pause
1: i want to stay with the fed for just another moment because i want to take you and also our listeners back to october because that's when the two of us last spoke and i remember you mentioned back then that there is um you know that this is the time when the fed was most prone to make a policy mistake now the fed left rates unchanged since July. And I think today, a soft landing is is uh, is a widely acknowledged base case scenario. And I'm just wondering, what gives economists like yourself the confidence to assume that this is really where we're headed?
2: Yeah, you know, just like with everything else, I think, uh, Melissa, the, the, there are scenarios, right? But the base case has shifted from a sort of a short recession uh, uh, to a soft landing. And I think the main premise of that would be the incoming data. The consumer resilience in the US has been so strong and you can see that all being reflected in the the GDP data that we got earlier this week where the economy grew at 3.3% in the fourth quarter, analyzed number. So for the full calendar year, 2023, US GDP grew at above potential at 2.5 percent. And then this morning we had the core PCE data, which is the inflation gauge that the Fed looks at. and it is going nicely down. It's now at 2 point9 percent year over year. So the the soft landing scenario is really based on this. Going back to your previous statement, the you know, it, think about it in it this way. If the Fed starts cutting rates too soon, Uh, it can stroke inflation again because it's starting to come down to a level where the Fed feels comfortable. However, if they delay cutting rates, then you are increasing the odds of a recession. So you're in this precarious time zone where if you act too soon, you may stroke inflation. If you act a little bit too late, then you are stroking recession fears. So you need to find that sweet spot to be able to balance both. And hence, the Fed has been using the terminology careful, because that's really what they need to do. They need to be very careful with regards to their next move.
1: Yes, finding the sweet spot indeed. Uh, moving on to earnings season, um, about a third or approximately a quarter of all S&P companies are reporting earnings this week. And I think another 40% of firms will report next week. From what you have seen so far, what's the mood like? And I guess more importantly, how do they see the future of their companies in terms of financial guidance?
2: Yeah. So, you know, I think this earnings season, like most of the last few quarters, have uh, something for everyone. So if you're a a bearish investor going in, you'll find enough data points to be bearish. But if you were somewhat more bullish, uh, you would get some data points there as well. You know, the next week is really the the important one because you have 40 percent of the S&P market cap reporting, not the number of companies. I just want to make that clear. It's the 40% of the market cap that's reporting. And why is that? Because the big tech names from Microsoft Alphabet reporting on Tuesday, then Meta, Amazon, and Apple on Thursday, they're all reporting. This is the, you know, with the, the magnificent seven, five of the magnificent sevens are going to be reporting. So that's going to be important. And they have a pretty high bar because they are the ones that have been really have the profit margins, the pricing power, the market share to be able to swing the direction of the market. So they're going to be scrutinized by the investors. And the focus is also going to be on the secular growth themes, like um, how much revenue AI is really translation translating into. So those would be the thing markets are looking for on a broader basis, um, This earnings season is gonna be slightly negative, meaning the EPS growth might at the end come, you know, one and a half percent below the year over year estimates, which is going to be the fourth quarter over the last five quarter where the EPS growth year over year is negative. Uh, Third quarter was a positive one last year, now we are in the fourth quarter, so negative back again. The focus is really on 2024 guidance, a lot less, to be honest, given so far, Um, The key focus has been, has the bar being lowered, which has not been the case. We are still looking at 11% EPS growth for 2024.
1: Interesting. Now with interest rate decisions, uh, earnings season, and maybe also even elections on the horizon, how should investors position themselves at this moment?
2: Yeah, before i get into elections i do want to mention a couple of other things melissa next week is the big macro week we talked about the fed and the earnings but i also want to mention that we're going to have the ism manufacturing report on thursday the consumer confidence data on tuesday And then a non-farm payrolls report on Friday, which is a very important data point for the Fed. Uh, Obviously, it's post the Fed meeting, so it's not consequential for um, the next Fed meeting, but the subsequent ones. And for the non-farm payrolls, we do expect uh, the unemployment rate to slightly go up from 3.7 to 3.8 percent that the headline number coming at around 150 now moving on to the elections part we are 283 days from the us presidential <laughs> elections we are what you you would call the second phase of the election um, you know timeline the first one is when you file your nominations the second one is where you're doing the primaries and the caucuses and this is for the challenges so for the gop slash the republican party and um, It seems most likely that unless there is an actuarial incident or a healthcare incident that uh, uh, both um, former President Trump and current President Biden would be the de facto, you know, uh, candidates for their respective parties. Uh, But again, there's a lot of time between now till November end. I would say the key timeframe for now for investors to look for would be March where you have the delegates, the most delegates being assigned on the GOP front how do you want to navigate? Hopefully your portfolios are constructed to outlast an election cycle. So election creates a lot of uh, volatility, noise, especially going into elections if uh, you know, people are concerned about the policy making, But in the end, there's usually a relief rally. So I would not be making major politi- uh, portfolio decisions based on the election cycle.
1: Very good to know, as always. Thanks, Deepak, for your insights. And dear listeners, this was this week's edition of our weekly investment out podcast.
0: I wish you a great
1: week and bye for now.
0: In Europe, Middle East and Africa, as well as in Asia Pacific, this podcast may be considered marketing material, but this is not the case in the US. No assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions and hypothetical models which may prove to be incorrect. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains and losses and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value. Depending on the current level of inflation, this may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time. Your capital may be at risk. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority, and by Germany's Central Bank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated, a broker, dealer, and registered investment advisor, which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC, and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The products, services, information, and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2024 Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.